This week, the obvious question is, what stops me from doing things by myself? I'm Mike Trevisano with Bob Meyer and Joe Bertalek. On our show, each week, one of us asks the other two a question that may seem obvious, but doesn't seem to have an obvious answer. We invite you to help us find some answers through comments on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. Okay, picture yourself watching a movie in a theater all alone, or having dinner in a restaurant by yourself, just you. Does that sound awesome, or does it sound like a nightmare? This week's question is all about that. It's about how we feel to do exactly what we want to do when we want to do it. And not because some law might stop us otherwise, but because we stop ourselves. If you had a free afternoon, just you, nobody else around, do you feel free to do exactly what you want to do, or do you stop yourself? Well, guys, it's been an interesting week for me. Um, you know, it's a new year. We're getting started with uh, all that new fresh stuff, all those good resolutions. I didn't really make any resolutions per se, but I, I was asking myself the question, why is it so difficult to do things by myself? Things that typically you see many people doing with friends or with uh, with a group or something like that. You know, back when I was uh, working um, in a normal job and whatever, I I would, I would see people go to lunch with other people and I'd see some people sit at their desk and eat. And I would ask them, I said, why don't you go down to the cafeteria or go out with some friends? And they say, well, I'm just by myself today. And it feels weird to walk into uh, the cafeteria on my own, you know, into a place to eat like that. And, uh, and I, I didn't feel that at the time, but I think that's because I was comfortable there. But there's a couple of things that were bugging me. And one of them is I've never bowled on my own. I've never gone to a bowling alley and just bowled a couple of games. Yeah, I bowl with leagues. I've done with friends uh, over the holidays. We went with the family, with the grandkids and stuff. But I thought I'd give it a try. And I had already gone down to the lake and walked around the lake, which I do quite often. So that's a, like an activity I don't feel at all uncomfortable with. But um, I went to the movies the day after that. And usually I go with somebody. I don't go by myself. So that was a little bit different. But bowling just was one of those things that I thought, I really want to do this. And it's it's odd for me to just walk in there. I've never done it. So it's odd in that sense to walk in and, and you know rent some shoes and you know, grab a, a ball and go bowling for a couple of games. But why, the question I have is, why is that? Why why are certain things in our lives that we want to do, that we 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 would do, or are there things that we would do that we just don't do by ourselves? We have to have somebody go along with us to make it right. Well, I know for me, Joe, it, it's it's tough because... I feel like I'm always like this introvert, extrovert kind of person. Like I love to be around other people and I thrive off their energy, but then, then I also retreat. I do a lot of things on my own. And sometimes when I do them on my own, I, I feel guilty. You know, even with my kids are getting older and I feel sometimes I'll, I'll wait around for them. Like, hey, I really want to go on a hike today. Who wants to go? And I'm like, we're going to leave at 830. And then everybody's, eh, I'm sleeping. Oh, I'm supposed to meet my friend later. Or, oh, no, I'm going to go to Taco Bell. And then I feel bad, like, oh, you know, my I've been let down. And I'm just starting to get over that again to, well, I used to do things alone. Why why, why don't I do the things that bring me joy and, and not worry? And there's a part of it, I think, is things are better with friends, right? If you really enjoy their company, there are times where, well, this would be great if we could do this together as friends. But it's different to do it alone. I'll give you an example after... Um, you know, the New Year's holiday, there was uh, like a, uh, they call it a sacred circle. It was a like a, I don't want to say a book club, but a, a local area in my town 
was doing like a like a like a talking social gathering thing, and it sounded intriguing to me. Um, I didn't even think to ask anyone else, "Do you want to go?" Was, for me, it was well. I'm normally at work on a Monday morning. Here it is, the Monday after New Year's. I can go to this group, but I, I was nervous. Like driving up there, I was thinking, "Well." I haven't heard from anybody. I've never been to this place. It's on a farm, and it's a house there, and it's a private home. I didn't know if they were really having this thing on this Monday morning, and I drove up there, and how do I describe this? It was like apprehension of doing this thing alone. At the same time, it was exciting. Like, I don't know what I'm stepping into. So I get there, and I'm like, do I ring the doorbell? I'm like, I feel like, what if I'm at the wrong address? And then some other woman walks up and, and she's like, she's like I'm like, what do we do? And she's like, I don't know. I've never been here before myself. And then we walk in and then it's just this welcoming environment. You know, everybody's like, welcome to the, you know, and sit down. And it was a great experience towards the end. And I even mentioned this to the group. It's like if I brought, let's say, my wife there, Christy, it, it would have been fun too, but it would have been different. We would have been a couple. And I always feel like when I'm alone, I'm opening myself up to meeting people in a different way. It's like a different form of relationship. And I I don't know, I'm going to think about it a little bit more because there, there's something different about that, but I can't put my finger on, are people more comfortable one-on-one? Am I more comfortable one-on-one? I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, and I think for me, Bob, the thing I, I react to right away with that is it, it, it closes down my conversation or my me it, it like all of a sudden if i'm with somebody it's kind of a, a three-way conversation that goes on or it's it i have to support that person i've got to watch out for that person so there, there's something there for me that says when i'm on my own i'm just out there i do whatever i want you know i if i decide i don't want to eat lunch or i you know i don't want to go to this place if the last minute i decide i don't want to go into that house i i turn around and walk away but if i'm with other people i'm kind of forced to do it i don't feel freedom like i do when i'm on my own mike you spent some time in italy by yourself you had some experience there where you you were telling us earlier about you know going places um it's different isn't it i mean when you're you're someplace by yourself like that yeah so for the for the first two or three months of when we lived there and then the very last six months of of being in italy i was by myself i came there and then i i stayed there uh afterwards sort of closing down our commitments there and yeah it's 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 different although you know, I, I kind of got a pass for those six months of of when I was alone. I, we lived. I lived in a tiny little apartment. I I didn't have a car anymore. I had very little responsibility. The dogs were back in the U.S. already. I mean, there was nothing. I I didn't have to look out for anybody but myself. I, parts of it were super difficult because I missed my family a lot, and you know, the next stage of our life was happening back here in the states while I was still over there. So there's there was a little bit of tension there. But but get any given Saturday or Sunday or day off or evening or something like that, I mean, I could kind of do whatever I wanted, and I did. You know, I I saw a lot of stuff that nobody would have gone with me. I don't think. <laughs> you know, to the Rome Crime Museum. Probably not a lot of people wanted to join me for that one. You know, there was all sorts of kind of w- little minutia kinds. I you know, I took a there's a wall that surrounds Rome, the Aurelian Wall, and I took a walk on top of the wall. You can you know get a tour and do that. I by myself, I walked along the along the wall. I I you know. That kind of stuff was really, really cool. But like I said, I kind of got a pass because I was by myself here, you know, with with my family. I don't I have a tendency not to do things by myself, not because I feel constrained, 
that, that they're constraining me to, you know, I, I know if I, if there was something I really wanted to do, I know my wife would be like, go, go, go do it. Go. No, fine. Go ahead do it. But I feel like, yeah, but if I do that, then I think it's, there's laundry, right? There's laundry happening. And it's essentially saying, okay, now you're going to definitely do that laundry or there's, there's, you know, get lunch for our son or, you know, any kind of responsibility. I feel like the moment I take, take time for myself and I'm signing her up to, to do all that stuff. And I don't want to do that. I want to like make sure she, I want to set the environment so she can go do whatever she wants. Sort of one of those things where, where we both are probably doing that and neither of us is, you know, necessarily free to do exactly, you know, not that probably wrong. I bet she'd disagree with me on that. Yeah. And it's funny because I have days when I have nothing to do where you know, I'm free to do stuff. And even then I find it hard to go, you know, do something that um, some people might say, well, that's selfish to take that time. No, nobody would say that because it's just me and I'm out there, you know, wanting to, but sometimes it's hard just to even decide what it is I really want to do. And then like I'll use the example of bowling. Once I decide that now that I've got this other block that says by yourself, bowling in a, in a bowling alley in the middle of the day by yourself, you know, that word loser comes into play or, or something is there like, you know, is this a, a, a professional guy? You know, he's he's going to work on his game. Well, if you saw my score, you would know it's not professional. I'm not working on my game. I was just experiencing it, trying to do something a little bit different to get push that edge a little bit where where I, I look at the day and I say, what is it I want out of this day? And don't grab it like to take it away from anybody, but say, I have the time. I have the space. Why am I not doing something when what's stopping me? What's the thing that's stopping me from from stepping into the bowling alley or in Bob's case, going to that house or you know, going to the art museum or, or wherever that you would do, Mike. What stops me? What stops people from doing that? You know, here's a, here's a, I'm not gonna, this doesn't answer your, your, that question, what stops you, but it's another color to this question that, that kind of surprises me sometimes. Some, some nights I'll be on my own for dinner. It'll kind of come as a surprise, you know, uh, our son already ate, my wife doesn't, doesn't, you know, had, had something already, you know, get whatever you want. And, and the, the possibilities are, and I could, I could do anything. I could make myself something. I could go out. I could, you know, any, and I can't decide on anything. Like, it's almost like just the very freedom to have whatever I want and just go get whatever. I'm like, I wind up, you know, having the lamest thing, you know, like, cause I, cause I can't, I can't decide. I can't, I can't do it. You know, it's almost like too much freedom is pressure you know i need the constraint you know it's really weird yeah i'm thinking of the this notion of um you know i'm locked in a cage for for 20 years and then you know the family opens the cage and i i still kind of stay in there like it's open but i can leave (laughs) you can leave anytime you want bob you can do anything you want i'm like no no i i feel comfortable right here um I, I can't put my finger on it, but uh, there, there seems to be three skewed views of reality, at least for me, that I have that prevent me from doing these things. And one is, Mike, you mentioned the responsibility factor that, you know, you know, if I'm going to go out bowling or go hiking, I think, well, no, I got some free time. The garage is kind of a mess. I probably should do that. Or, gosh, there's a lot of leaves on the front lawn. I should go, you know, rake those up. Uh, that's one thing, responsibility, and it's training ourselves to say, well, you know, just have a day for yourself. Selfishness comes into play that, you know, quite frankly, sometimes I I feel guilty, even though I I think you both said that you have the freedom to do this. Your family can say, no, no, Mike, you know, you you take that time to yourself. There's a lot of times where 
you know, Christy's taking the kids and she said, well, we're having a girl's trip, but the kids are coming too. You've got the whole weekend. And then at first it opens up like, wow, all these possibilities. I could do anything. And then I'm like, oh shit, it's Sunday, 10 o'clock. They're going to be back soon. I'm like, what did I do? I've just binged watch on Netflix for three hours yeah, yeah. with Cheetos. I'm like, no, this is bad. And then there's that third thing that Joe mentioned, which is that it's that mental, like I'm worried about what's everybody else thinking. And, um, you know, that, that might take a few hours to get over it. But then, but then I've done other things where it's like, you just take that risk, like Mike going, you know, being in Italy for six months on his own and the freedom of that. But I think that freedom exists, but we have this invisible wall that we think is stopping us. Cause I remember like a, like six years ago when I went to, uh, I went to Costa Rica on, on with uh, it was a Dan Dan Millman and the Peaceful Warrior. It was a, a retreat, and I, I was taking a class with Dan online, and he mentioned the the trip to Costa Rica, and I just did it. I, I know I mentioned it I think at the time to both of you, and I was like, well, I'm just going by myself, and I, I remember getting to the airport and getting on the bus, and it I was a little nervous and apprehensive, but then you just start meeting people, and I remember like simple conversations of I'm listening to music they're like oh what kind of bands do you like and then you you start making these connections and it was just a wonderful experience but I had to take that first leap to put myself out there but once you do it I don't know I I think for the three of us and maybe for all of our listeners when you do it and you do that thing alone I don't think there's any regrets yeah I think you're right Bob and I think there is something about getting over that thing because I have this picture in my head that says once I step out there, it's kind of cool. I'm not that guy just out there hanging around, but I'm that guy. I'm out there doing my thing. You know, my thing. My, I'm, I'm totally in it. I'm totally, uh, I'll say committed, but it's also like I'm strong about it. I'm like out in the world doing what I want to do. And people notice that. I mean, if I saw a person, if I saw you guys out by yourself, I, I wouldn't think of it like, oh, what a horrible thing. I'd think, oh, there's Mike doing his thing or Bob doing his thing, you know, and and I've heard enough stories. I've seen enough things that, that you guys have done that I know you do that. So it's like I look at it and you, you probably don't see it this way from your perspective. Like, But I look at it as a really neat thing to be able to do, to be able to step out into an environment like that, do something different and then feel good about it. Actually get into it, not feel like, oh, I wish my friends were with me. I go hide in a hotel because, you know, I don't want to be out by myself, that kind of thing. But rather just go out and explore and, and see things. You know, I, I was talking with Mike last year and we were talking about camping and I I realized I'd never gone camping by myself. And why not? Well, I don't know. I never could answer the question. I was just like, well, I just don't. And I thought, why don't I? Because I certainly enjoy hiking around and, you know, exploring in the woods, things like that, setting up a, a camper or a fire, you know, sitting by a fire. I like it with people, but what would it be like to be by myself? And it was almost like a little bit scary, you know, a little bit intimidating to, to set that up myself and go. But I did it and it was great. And and once, like you said, Bob, once you're over that hurdle, then all of a sudden it looks different. And I think most of what was going on, all of it was in my head as to what it might look like or how it might play out. But once I was there and in it, I kind of stepped up to the role. You know, I'm that guy. I'm, I'm that guy that goes camping. I pull a camper in and you know set it up and do my thing. I'm that guy. And it, it almost feels like really good to say it that way. And I'm sure, Mike, spending six months in Italy and, and doing the things you really wanted to do, you probably have no regrets over that, and you think of yourself as that guy that did that. You know, I'm kind of impressed by it, that, that you got out and did those things. A lot of people wouldn't do that. They would tend to, to shy away or hide, I think. But all it takes is overcoming the mental part of it, which is, you know, this is cool. I should be doing this. This is, Let me do it and step into it. 
you know, the the word that is screaming out in my my head as I'm hearing you guys talk is presence. And I'm wondering if you just said, Joe, you know, overcoming that mental thing to to get out there and do it. I wonder if it's almost like I don't think this is a word under undercoming, <laughs> you know, the the mental thing to, to, to do these things or to to find yourself in a state where where you just do them I, like my dinner example. My brain gets ahead of myself and like the front part of my brain. Oh, I could do anything. And it makes this like pressure situation. That's why nothing ever happens. But uh, maybe, maybe these things happen more naturally when you allow them to just happen, you know, or you say, or you make the time to be present. Like I'm, here's this span of time. I'm going to be with it. I'm going to be here. Now I got lucky. I had six months and I kind of, you know, it was given to me, but you, Joe, you had a couple of days, you know, where you had the time given to you and, and makes, you know, it's like a Zen question, you know, did you go bowling or did bowling want you to do it? Right. <laughs> you know, like you had the time and it kind of, it just kind of brought you to it. Right. And you, you did it. It felt really good doing it. Almost like it was meant to be, I was meant to go bowling. Right. And I think it, it for me, for the times where I've been real uh, by myself doing something that was really worthwhile, it felt more like that. You know, like I, I go see movies by myself all the time because I want to go see a movie and there's nothing on and blah, blah, blah. I just kind of go. And that's that's different than when I just have this fancy of time. I'm already kind of present in my mind. And all of a sudden an idea comes up and I just go do it. And it feels very natural to to just go do that thing, to go to a museum or something I wouldn't do ordinarily. I wouldn't, you know, if asked, I'm not sure I would come up with that as a thing I would do, but I did it, you know? Yeah, and there's know. an element, Mike, there's an element of something there that the excitement of the possibility, I guess, is what it is. You know, if you go out with a friend or with your spouse or with a group or whatever, certain things will happen, but there's something about the the individual out there exploring the world. And I don't know what it is, but there's almost like, I think, Bob, you've talked about this before, like there's a fantasy out there. There's something, there's a story that could unfurl or, you know, be uncovered that wouldn't happen if you're with this group of people. Like I, I stepped out in the world and bam, this thing happened. And I get that feeling myself sometimes. I'm, I'm like an explorer going out into <laughs> bowling alleys, hardly a place to explore. But I mean, the idea you're in a bowling alley and what might happen? Well, probably mm -hmm. nothing. You're going to go bowling and that'll be the end of it. But what could happen? It opens a lot of possibilities. Yeah. I think of um, like a good example for me is like when I do travel alone, it is a cool experience to travel with, say, friends or other coworkers. But if I'm on a business trip, like I can remember last year, and I was in San Diego at a conference. It was it was maybe uh, I think it was right around St. Patrick's Day, and I went up to uh, you know took the drive up to Ocean Beach. And most people would you know if they're in like Coronado Island or something, they'd stay over there. But you know I drove like 25 miles out and just walked around, walked down the pier, and. You know, for me, it was like I could do anything, and and I was just trying to find like what resonated with me. What, where, what's the place calling me? And it was this—I um, can't remember the name of it—but a little Irish bar, and it was right after um, St. Patrick's Day. And there's this like three-piece band in there, and they're playing. And I was like, it's like mid-afternoon, and I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm going to be. And it just struck me as the kind of experience that if I was with somebody else, they would have talked me out of it and say, no, 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 let's go down there and get a slice of pizza or let's do this. But that's what I wanted to do in the moment. And then I got to meet the band there. And it was an incredible story. Like they, they just come over to work at this little pub in California once a year 
to play, you know, a gig for like five nights in a row. And that's the only time they come to the United States. And their parents were there. So I got to hang out with them and, and like learn about their entire life. And they were like the most incredible uh, musicians, but they were so modest in terms of the the level of play that they offered and the music and everybody's having a good time and you know you're hearing like a guitar solo on an accordion which you don't normally hear but you know for me like I just I was just relished like like Mike said that that presence you know I was I was there and I don't think that experience would have happened if if I was with someone else and I didn't think about like hmm you know I'm here by myself or other people watching me I think I think at that point it was outside of my brain it was like oh, I'm drawn in and I totally forgot about what are, what are other people think. I'm just having a good time. Yeah. So we're, we're about at that time. We've we've kind of used up all of our time again for this week. But uh, let me let me say in my closing thought, throw out a, a question or a thought for for um, for you guys and for the listeners is what if you had that moment or that day where you could do anything you wanted to do, but you had to do it by yourself. In other words, you couldn't say, I want to go up my friends or this group, whatever. But I have this day and it's free and I can do anything I want. What would I do? How would I spend the day? And it, it sounds trivial. I know it sounds like a simple question, but really do it for yourself. I mean, think about it and think about what you might do by yourself for yourself. And you'd be surprised how how difficult that can be to answer that question. Yeah. For a, As a closing thought, I Maybe I'll just tag right on to you and uh, as as a, maybe a challenge to the listeners and myself and to you guys, you know, if it's about creating the space to 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 do these things, right? I mean, maybe you have to plan it ahead. Maybe you have to sort out everybody Saturday, you know, February, whatever, you know, I'm gonna just be away. I, I don't know, I don't know how you do that, right? And then you create that space to do anything, to let anything kind of happen. I guess the challenge would be to do that, you know, find a way to create that space to, to make that happen and try to keep your, your brain out of it. Because even as I as I just said that there, I'm thinking, so you made this Saturday. This is my day. I'm going to be on it. And you're going to wind up, you know, eating Cheetos, watching Netflix. <laughs> and maybe that's fine. <laughs> maybe that's exactly what it should be, right? I mean, that's, but you can't do it with Bob. You have to do it by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I think it's... Um... There's a lot of things that come to mind for me that I could do if I had that free day. And they're, they're good things, you know, like go out to a hiking trail and bring my journal and write. And that feels good for me and it's safe. So I think there's value in that. There's a part of me that says it's the thing to do alone that doesn't feel safe that might bring, you know, better benefit to me or, or somebody that tries to do that. Because I think, you know, traveling alone or being on an airport or, or bowling, you know, it, it has a certain element to it but maybe if I took like a dance class or something that's you know stretching myself to something that I initially fear doing alone I have a feeling that I'd get a better payback in doing that so go out and bowl everyone